when I went into the individual counties, I got all the Secretary of State's real-time counts every single 10 seconds, which means we were taking snapshots of the website every 10 seconds of data from every county across every borough in New York. And we put all of that into a spreadsheet and we went down time and we saw how votes were switching and flipping and being deleted and totals being added and subtracted. And we were just told that that was supposed to be normal anomalies. 500,000 votes in one moment were gone and then quote, put back somewhere else. And I tell people, okay, if they covered up the crimes of elite, elite powerful people who did horrors to children and think that they're gonna do right by you, you are fooling yourself. If you have not been looking at C60 as a means to significantly improve your health and your immunities, you should be. Here's why. First, a strong and healthy immune system is your body's first defense. And for those with a strong immune system, your body will adequately fight illnesses without medical intervention. Second, C60 is safe. As long as you're taking a high quality C60 with no added fillers or solvents. Third, C60 is the best means of removing free radicals from your body that exist. It's at least 200 times better at this function than vitamin C and any other antioxidant. This is the magic. When you free up your body's resources from fighting free radicals, they then can focus their attention on healing. Every person has different needs, but the magic begins when your body can start to heal. So now it becomes clear, you need the best free radical fighter that exists, and that is C60 with black seed oil and curcumin. Go to sarahwestell.com shop and learn more about why this formula is so powerful. Also available by diffuser with ultra, ultra refined C60 oil to safely get directly into your lungs. It's also the best way to help your family pets by just being in the same room. Be sure to read the research and of course, use the current coupons to save money when you buy. Patrons also receive a 10% discount. You can find that code at patreon.com slash Remember, keeping you and your family safe is the most important thing you can do. Well, how are they going to do that? Because that's very, that's good analysis. That's the question. I don't know. Because I've been trying for years to try to change, not change, but just say, okay, why don't you think about this? Why don't you look at this? I've gone right, you saw me. I went right into the lion's den with people and you see me Mm -hmm. get beat up Mm -hmm. a lot. But I'm doing my best to try to, the people who are reading it, maybe I'll reach out to some and then the people most vocal who I can't get to, but at least some of the others I am. And I'm getting beaten up pretty bad in the process. But I'm doing it because I want to reach those people. Because I know in, in, the, in their hearts they're good people. They've just, they're the most duped out there, like you were saying. Yes, yeah. So yeah. how do yeah. we, it's, you know, it's yeah. Gotta, it's, yeah. You don't know. I don't know either. I, I look at it this way. Um, I mean, I'm trying to look at it from the bigger picture and look at trajectories. That's what I always try to do. I, work, I mean, they're working theories, of course, and that doesn't mean I know all the details, but I look at behavioral patterns, things that are 
things that you can see in the media, how they, they recycle like eight to 12 different stories about Trump and then they keep programming them it's into terrible. their base. They yeah. keep bringing up, they keep bringing up the 25th amendment every six months. They keep bringing up his racism and sexism every two to three weeks. I mean, it's just, it's a cycle and it's all to program and brainwash, of course. But here's the thing. I've also watched Trump and I've watched the results now for three and a half years. And, and at the very beginning, I watched it very carefully. And now I see a pattern emerging. So let's just forget what's been said and look at the trajectory here of what this means. From Harvey Weinstein and Me Too, this is just one dimension, Sarah, so we'll talk about it from different ones, but it will tie into this election. Harvey Weinstein was 2017 and Me Too, bled into 2018, and by 2019 in the summer, we had the arrest of Jeffrey Epstein and, and the biggest meme ever, Jeff, Epstein didn't kill himself. That was sown into the public's consciousness for which has now been marinating for over a year globally and with facts and disclosures, according to those who wish to look at it. It's but obvious, if, yep. I mean, I just, I look at it, go, go back 10 years or even five years and ask, anybody what human trafficking was or have you heard about it and they said well i've heard about it but they didn't really know everybody who has looked at least a little bit into it has heard something about it has continued to hear things about it and has seen it amplified and now censored on some level okay so you have public disclosure on a mass level coming over three years into the 2020 election with Ghislaine Maxwell there in July with Wayfair, regardless of whether Wayfair is, forget the details, I'm talking about momentum, story and consciousness, awareness, subjects that are going out there that, that the press completely like tries to, you know, they have to report, they're forced to report it. This is the key. They're forced to report this public event and then they try to spin it, of course, right? They, they've, they've, they use it to attack Trump or they, or they try to make it as vanilla as possible. Even the expose on Bill Gates with, with Jeffrey Epstein in the New York Times is, is very vanilla. Jeff Bezos and Ghislaine Maxwell's interrelationships is all mostly salacious gossip and in the Daily Beast and then BuzzFeed. There's very little fact-based details other than a few names, some discussions and, and the, okay, that's fine. What I'm saying is it establishes precedent in the consciousness of people that these people, you, you've already heard it and seen it now three times, so it's not going to be a surprise and a shock to people as much as it would be the first time. We're in a time right now, I'm talking about emotionally, from COVID-19 to now, the emotions, energy uh, that has been summoned in this country is on a astronomical level, meaning there is a volcanic eruption about to happen. And we've been in a presidential election for four years, truly. Or, or a coup been, for four years. Yes, but I'm saying we've, we, when I look at everything that's going on, look at what Trump has done. He's been going around the country for three and a half years, what? Raising the spirits of people. Summoning the good energy and the kindness of people such to the point that a stranger randomly who goes and says, oh, you know what, I'm seeing this protest over here in California with Trump. I'm going to go see what it's like. And the guy comes back and he describes, he said it was like, it was like right after 9-11. And everybody was happy and black people, Latina, they're all 
fist bump. People are dancing and he's making people laugh. And it's, yes. Yes. This is the true essence of America that they have held us down for. That's why they give you Black Lives Matter and call you a racist if you don't go along with their agenda. It's not, Black Lives Matter is not used to unify the country, guys. What is the result? More division, more anger, more cognitive dissonance. You don't have, you stop listening to the arguments of these people who are psychopaths giving you a controlled narrative where you have to run to sides and argue against each other. Just see through the truth. Well, and I gotta tell you a couple funny things about Black Lives Matter. I mean, you, you see, you've seen those white people part of black black lives matter and then you see a picture of them just going after black cops <laughs> you know I mean? yes. so i mean they're yes. just yelling at these black cops and these white people you know yelling at black and then you have these big corporations that are supposedly supporting black lives matter and they put up their boards you know to protect their things and then they they claim that the the people who are violent protesters are like white supremacists or us or whatever and they have to write on there we support black lives matter to hopefully get the black lives matter not to loot and vandalize their store i mean there's just so many obvious signs of how ridiculous it is and the cool part is is that the black people who have two brain cells or are aren't really sucked in and they're they're sitting back and watching too they're like this is bullshit and they've backed away from it and so that's yeah. good. Well, it's like it's like this is is you know your government is corrupt and you know the media lies to you, but yet they give you a movement and you'll take it from them again. And think that this time they really care. This is how Stockholm syndrome happens and and why I mean in my in my lived experience through this time I see the effects of child abuse in our society, and that's that is a direct correlation. The 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 ability. Let me put it this way, if I can if I can drive this point home. Ghislaine Maxwell went into the trailer parks in West Palm Beach, and was able to show up and offer young girls money, the opportunity to make money, drugs, and alcohol and was able to lure them away from their homes into a car that changed their lives forever, not for the better. The idea that a stranger could walk into a place and take young women away from their families is an indicator as to why that is even possible in the first place, which is not condemnation to those girls, but an understanding of where their lived experiences came from in homes that were not necessarily the nicest places to be. That's who that's they why target. a stranger could that's who they target. And they do the exact same to each and every one of us. They prey upon the most vulnerable of us, among us. They create the conditions for it. They create look at look at price out COVID nineteen in the spike of suicides, the spike of depression, the spike in anxiety the spike in self-medication, the spike in child abuse, the spike in tensions, covering your face so that you can't see anybody's expressions except fear in their eyes. That's a psychological operation that's being done on each and every one of you who's wearing a mask. And you're rebreathing the CO2 that's supposed to be expelled from your lungs, not recirculated back into that, which when priced out, does neurological damage to your brain and increases fear in the chemical sense in your body for which you will then accept the new normal. 
These are satanic mother effers who have put this crap into each and every one of us. When you know what you are, this is what I'm here to say. This is why this country is going to transform. And it's not going to be easy, but it must be said. In the face of these Satanists, these people who do this horrors to children, you have to realize that you are a child of God, that every single life on this planet, all 7.8 billion of us people, come from a creator of heaven and earth. That is why they murder children. They use it for their pleasure and their energy to give power to the God that they channel through them in the spiritual energy in the other dimensions. That is, call me a conspiracy theorist. I have looked deep into it, and I've looked at the light and the dark and all of mysticism and the history of it. And that's it's what, there. Yep, that's it's what people right who've been there. there. Yep. You know, I got to tell you about Kamala Harris, this great woman who will end up being the president if they cram this through, which we are not going to let them do this. And this is all documented and proved. And I can say this because I know I have access to the documents for this. uh, Jesse said it on my show and she can prove it 100 percent. And there was a and I I was on a book club meeting with the mother last week. There's 20 women and I was one of them and she was one of them. And the mother of Jonah, this little young child, she was a single mother. And um, she suddenly they took her to to, uh, family court, this man who claimed that he was the father of the child. She didn't even know who the hell he was. She's not married. So how could she be in a family court custody thing? And they granted custody to this random guy. And the reason they wanted Jonah is because he has spiritual gifts. They wanted him for his spiritual gifts for other reasons. And they're doing their thing with him. And Kamala Harris, they, she was the um, attorney general in California. They appealed to her and said, this is going on. We don't even know this guy. Please help us. And she said that she would help. And then she never got back to him. Next thing they know, the black market adoption papers she signed. That's the woman who's up there right now. And we have that those uh, signed adoption papers. And the mother is a warrior and she's fighting for everyone. And she still doesn't have her little baby back, but she's fighting. And I told her this just, I told her just a few days ago, I, sh- I said, you give me inspiration. You are the reason why I fight so hard because it's people like you that I fight for. And um, you can just tell the love in her heart and how hard she works for this. But that is what Kamala Harris is. And we can't have somebody like that anywhere. I mean, that's, this is unacceptable. I'll give somebody, if, if, if there's skeptics out there of that story being true, I will give you one fact about Kamala Harris among her record that is never talked about, is that the Hollywood Child Protection Act, for which is documented, you can go to deadline.com and look up the Hollywood Child Protection Act, why it's ignored and why it's important. It was signed into law in 2012. Kamala Harris was the attorney general for California from 2011 to 2017. Signed into law in 2012, it was very heavily supported by people in the industry, supposedly. And it, all, it in, all it did was take took four positions, manager, photographer, publicist, 
and I forgot the fourth one, but it was all to protect children uh, around young professionals. And here was the thing. Hollywood had an issue where there were sex offenders, men particularly, who were pedophiles of young boys, not girls, boys. And what they did was they changed their last name after they were convicted and registered as a sex offender. They changed their last name or changed their name legally so that they could get a job back in the industry and not be detected by parents. This was going on like it's been going on in the Catholic Church forever where they move priests, priests around. It's no different. It's just a different nest, different operation. So they put this law on the books. Was it enforced? You know what the penalty was if you didn't register? If you were in one of those four professions, okay? These are, in my industry, these are people that are not because they're not worth anything. They're on the low end of the totem pole where it concerns the hierarchy of producers, directors, A-level stars, and all the like, the celebrity culture. They were not subjected to this law. These were just the people at the bottom of that totem pole, that hierarchy structure of the money makers. These are the servants in that system. They did not enforce that among anyone, and the penalty was a $10,000 fine, which was never issued by the FBI. They were supposed to all register and get their thumbprint and their background check, and none of them did it until they were shamed into doing it. And even to this day, maybe 600 have done it in the last year and a half. And you're supposed to renew it every year. The reason why they don't is a combination of many things. Most of them would never do that to children, but also a lot of them know that already happens and they don't do that to children. And they're asking themselves, why the hell do I have to go and register for this when there are people, I mean, it's like the casting couch in Me Too. Did the casting couch go away after Me Too? No, it did not. Did the agents stop pimping out their clients to producers and directors through legitimized dates and arrangements to make a deal with the movie for which either they might star in or have a role in? Or has that stopped? Has anybody said we, you know, has there been what they came out and said, this is, this is going to stop and this is how we're going to do things? No, they just, they made all, they exposed all the bad actors, made them go away. And, and now we're, we're strong and we're back again. It's, it's such, like, I just tell people, Kamala Harris is that person because she also, at the same time that law was going on, that was on the books and legal, that she was U.S. Attorney, or Attorney General of California, she took donations from Weinstein. Weinstein's crimes were not unknown. Weinstein's reputation, when I was there, at the beginning 20 years ago was that this guy is a, a beast. I didn't know his sexual depravity. I just knew that the, there were, he perpetuated a culture of fear in his company. And that the assistants who worked for him had to be like the most insanely talented, um, but also to be able to endure or want his um, personality thrown upon them this is like in in hollywood this is not i'm not like going oh there are a bunch of bad people out there okay there are bad people everywhere there are assholes everywhere 
They're not the majority. But when they concentrate together and they and they collude essentially on the basis not of differences of opinion, but where they start making open threats to you for your existence, you're dealing with someone who is not all there in terms of humanity, and yet is speaking to you the message of diversity, tolerance, abortion is healthcare. That's the result of them. Abortion is healthcare. And they'll put that on an Instagram post from Miley Cyrus as she's licking the cake. Yeah, they, they have people snowed. They have the young people snowed that you're, as a female, you um, to have right of your own body, which I get. I understand having right to my own body and don't have right to my body. But they have people thinking that that equates to allowing people to murder a baby up to birth or after right after birth the hell is that yes and no woman i mean it's this is well i was gonna say no woman who's ever had a child like i can't even imagine having an abortion i'm i just i would never have an abortion but i do understand not wanting the state with how crappy the state is forcing anything on me i don't want them telling me to do i don't want them telling me to do anything right but at the end of the day, I would right. never right. have an abortion. So it's, it's, but I, I get both of those issues, and so I, I you know, so I understand right. that dichotomy. But I also understand where the evilness comes out of convincing people to have those abortions, because that is, because the think yes. of how a woman will feel after that. I mean, I can't even imagine doing it on purpose. Well, here's the. Th- Yes, you can't imagine, but I I can tell you what it is that makes it work. And this is why I wish to to share this, because it's really important going forward that we understand this for the if if there is going to be uh, if you want to claim a victory in Trump. And I'm I'm not I, I you know, I'm not against it at all. Okay, I voted for Trump because I voted against tyranny and I'm I am not a communist. Okay, and I voted to preserve the republic for this time, not eternally. It's going to require vigilance. It it requires vigilance. We we took our eye. If you want to, if you want to, we whether by program or force, we took our eye off the ball and allowed this darkness to come in. And that is the sum total of why we're here right now. All that has happened before is the sum total of this time in the world and this moment that we're living in right now. It is. It either is or it isn't. You either, you either, it's not about blaming and shaming and guilting ourselves so much as it is to see through the illusion for the first time with fresh eyes and go, my God, I don't want to live this way. Nobody wants to live this way. In facing that down from whatever dimension you stand, whatever your knowledge and understanding is, you don't have to, if you're going out there and expecting everyone to have the same understanding as you do, you are inviting a cult to come in and be formed because you're wanting basically to line everybody up and say, this is what it is. No, this is how it has to be. And this is, no, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exact no. Yep. What we need is everybody voice, the compassion, the love to come out, which is the understanding for which we lack right now in this time. We lack an understanding because we don't have clarity on things. And yet we're lost in the world that they have created for us 
and everybody is either going to, I'm telling you, there's going to be depression, anxiety, the likes of which we've never seen before. And my hope, I truly mean this, if it's coming from Trump and the government, that the therapeutics that they've been working on, they understood the psychological warfare that was being waged on these people and that we can provide cures to them that will heal them of these traumas because otherwise we're going to end up incarcerating all of these people and sending them off to insane asylums. I know. I know. There's a you lot have of people one fifth of the entire population mm -hmm. is on antidepressant drugs. This do you have children that were born between 9/11 and now and have been on prescription drugs their whole lives for anxiety and depression and codependency all of this disruption is creating these waves and unsettling and breaking down everyone's illusion of reality and my only hope when i say that i think we'll be all right is that there is going to be an event. There has to be an event at a certain point that puts down the social unrest, this energy that's being summoned, that's being used by these Luciferian monsters to hurt humanity, to create another deception so that they, they already know in some ways that they've lost Sarah, but there's, like I said, this isn't a Scooby-Doo villain where you're going to unmask them and they're going to say, and I would have gotten away with it if it hadn't been for you kids. These are people who are psychopaths who have no change, no remorse, no ability to stop until put down by a bigger force. And what Trump has done, if I am to look at everything that's going on, I want to get, I, I do want to come back to this because this is important. Joe Biden had to run for a very specific reason that we will eventually know in time. But the most important thing that people forget, and I understand why, because it was 11 billion news cycles ago, was during the Democrat primary, let's just price this out for a second. Joe Biden was in 10, 10, 10 debates with a full panel of people and candidates, Beto, Gillibrand, Williamson, all, all, the, all the cast was out there, right? And, and all the establishment was out there. And he was in 10 debates, none of which the media, if you go back and just look at the stories, he didn't win in any of them. They wrote a, as nice of things as they could to keep him alive in the polling in the top four or top three or top four. It was all, he was always in the mix with the rest of them. And Sanders wins. They screw up Iowa. Actually, Iowa. They stole it from Sanders for, again, but, obviously. Well, yes, but Iowa and the way they, see, the thing is it didn't work the way they expected it to. And I'm not sure why? Because there could have been countermeasures in there, but they were supposed to use Buttigieg to to stop Sanders in Iowa, and then they were going to use Buttigieg again to take votes away from Sanders, or at least the appearance thereof in New Hampshire. And then and then he won in Nevada, right? And so now we're three contests into this thing, and, and Sanders is a clear favorite after Nevada, by the way. 
And Joe Biden had finished fourth and fifth place in the results that were rigged. So Joe Biden was not winning the Democrat primary. Now, here's why this is key and why I'm going to bring this home. This is a working theory, but I think there's merit to it. And it ties into everything we discussed. Joe Biden was made the favorite three or four days, I think, before South Carolina. But there was a very important event that occurred before that time. Ukraine opened an investigation into Burisma over there. And what happened was within 12 hours, maybe less, the media went from favoring Mike Bloomberg, whom MSNBC the week before, South Carolina, said that Mike Bloomberg was taking black votes away from Joe Biden. This is one week before. That's why it doesn't make any sense. One week before South Carolina, Mike Bloomberg has the money and the ads to beat billionaire Donald Trump. And he's rising in the polls because he hasn't even, they haven't even ran him in a contest yet. And he only did one debate, which he didn't do that great in. But Sharpton and all these people lined up to kiss his ass, Mike Bloomberg's ass, to anoint him as being the token candidate <laughs> for the black people of the party because he was contrite and he had contrition. Remember, it was all about the stop and frisk policy. That was their whole big deal to get everybody like going, oh, okay, why is this important? In one week's time, he is surging ahead of Biden for the black vote. This is their own words. And one week later, they all got behind Biden. James Clyburn came out and two days later announced his endorsement. And here's what you'd have to believe happened. I think a that's a good that theory. Keep going. Win one that for finished fourth and fifth place in the previous contests for which everybody was pretty much done with all of the sudden within 72 hours surges ahead and wins Super Tuesday with less than $1 million in his campaign's bank account and having not spent but a couple hundred thousand in a handful of states, and yet he swept most of them. They have boxed Biden in. And you're gonna say, because they needed him, they needed him to run and win to protect them from the re Ukraine um, crap and legalities that happened there, and they could put that away. There's, there's more. What else yeah, is there? There's more. And I remember this, and again, I say speculation, but I keep my eyes open for a lot of things. The whole thing about Biden was to get rid of Sanders, right? To replace, we had to get, they had to get Sanders out of the picture. It doesn't matter if it was Warren, if it was um, Kamala Harris, whatever it was, it's, they were all following their script, right? To get, to stop Sanders. And then Sanders graciously conceded two weeks later when the coronavirus thing took off. Okay, that's neither here nor there. What happened next was, is in an off-scripted hot mic moment, if you will, on MSNBC, 
a month before the Democratic National Convention or two, maybe, the DNC uh, campaign person says to MSNBC's host, Joe Biden will not be the nominee at the convention. That video is out there. And my thought is, is that once this laptop came into the picture from a year before, it was there a year before, and we have um, Let me slow down. We have the laptop there from the year before in the DOJ or the FBI, and it becomes known over the summer in May that this laptop exists. There's three of them, one with Hunter Biden and the porn and the pedophilia and the incest and the drugs, the other with the bioweapon from China. And then there's a third one that was all the business dealings and the corruption. This is just from Hunter Biden, the three hard drives. If you listen to the channel outside of Bannon before he got on there and started talking about all this, he said that they believe that these hard drives were sent to Nancy Pelosi as well. And China was doing it as a means to let them know that they own them. And he said that the Democrat Party from that moment on was fighting against the CCP for control of its party. But Biden was their their candidate, their kingmaker that they controlled. And so he had to run in order to win this thing or it was it was it was over for them. And I think they knew that and they let him be boxed in because they knew that he wouldn't allow him. He couldn't allow himself to not run and took over the party. I don't know, that will be known later on. Well, the Chinese brought it out and it's all in the open now. Do you think they have even more on him? I would oh, think, have, you know, like Jesse Saboter. Jesse Saboter yeah. is telling me that what we have on Hunter is just a warm up, and that what we have yes. on Biden is much worse, much yes. deeper and yep. much more shocking. And that's why I'm saying with all that we've seen over the last three years from Me Too to now, it has been preparing and priming the public for this disclosure. Because if you only saw it one time, it would shock you, but you would question it. You see it two times, it's less shocking, and you may have more questions. You see it three times, and in the third time, in the fourth time, which is the Biden laptop, and you see that the media is ignoring it and censoring it. In, in, in a relevant time of an election with a man who is claiming to be ahead in the polls and winning a national election and declaring victory with a corrupt media, you're going to see very soon why that is. And Trump has been messaging law right. and order months and months no i mean it, well it's either this or it's not and then I, we're all screwed well i and i hope you're i hope you're right because i i've been saying they need to go big time i was talking to harley schlinger about this i think you saw my show and i said they yeah. need to go big time this is when it all comes out of why he needs to step aside biden needs to step aside they need to they are very well, corrupt they need to step aside now he, the americans need to understand how corrupt this man really is yes not they just don't... corrupt but a psychopath, you know, and, and you, you, he sent his son, he pimped his son out. 
I know. Mm -hmm. He pimped his son out to these people for billions of dollars of power and control with no concern for his son. You can, you can say Hunter Biden is a POS, but when you have a father like that, you're going to get a POS like that. You're going to get a man who has a, you're going to get a man who, who cheats on his wife. You're going to get a man who has sex with a stripper, gets her pregnant, never sees that child. You're going to have a man who has sex with his own niece. You're going to have a man. These are all the effects of a child abuse system manifested in the most powerful people in this country under the false illusion of reality. That's how sick they are and how grotesque it is. It, 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 and shocking and traumatic for the American people. And look yep. at what they create. Look at the fruits that they bear. So that's why I'm saying Trump has already won because the majority of the people are already with him. And it's a matter of applying the law in and I, I tell people that people are worried about the judges and the courts and everything else. What do you think the two to 300 judges that he put in the federal court system were for this time? He was setting all of this up. This was all part of the plan. The Supreme Court should be safe right now. I think, Supreme you know, as long- fine. Uh, yeah, and- I'm talking about all the federal courts where all of this is gonna end up being prosecuted. Well, and See, it, all it, of this, all of the crimes of these people are going to be oh, prosecuted I'm saying the crimes, all yes, districts yes. courts. Yep. Yes. Yeah. That's why you had to get the judges in there. Well, and the, the Ninth Circuit that we're going to with the, you know, we're suing Google. That one has been cleaned up quite a bit because otherwise we would have just lost. But that's been cleaned up. So it's, um, you know, we have a chance of starting to really change this country around. You know, this is getting, I could speak I, to you I, all day long. Tell people where they can find you. Everybody should be following you. You just had this huge thing that reached, what, 100, bill, or 100 million people? And then you went on, has the show I, that you... I don't know. Go ahead. Yeah, so I did a, the people that have, uh, haven't heard about this, I did an Instagram video back at the beginning of August. And it was all about, um, you know, it was originally just off the cuff, letting it free flow about the censorship of A Child's Voice, which is the movie that originally brought us together, Sarah, and why I came on your show to begin with, because it was about, I was, in 2017, I made a movie about human trafficking of children. It was a supernatural feature film, it's not a documentary, uh, and it, it gained in popularity, especially among people who were just learning about this issue for the very first time. It's a disclosure film, but it's a light disclosure film. It's not a harsh, uh, ugly, you know, film, but it's actually a beautiful film. And that's the message of the film, which was the child's voice within and the road to redemption is through love. And it was the, the exclamation point of that movie was about the, the commitment that our courage would lend itself to for unconditional love of all children where you'd say, I will help you in the face of danger, in the face of this horror which is a statement that we make about our own selves, really. And Amazon took that off their platform right as the Wayfair and Maxwell uh, was coming into the news. The minutes were going up for that film organically because people were looking at everything in human trafficking and our stuff came up in searches and whatnot and had been known out there for some time. And Amazon took it off their platform. They deplatformed it. They, they unpublished it. The, the link is still out there on my website. You can go there, but you can't play it. And um, 
you can't search for it on Amazon's website anymore. You can't find it. Even if you, if you look up our previous films, you can't find it through the, through the keywords and everything else. So I did this video just talking about it and it ended up lasting 38 minutes on Instagram live. And it was maybe five to eight viewers at that time. And I sent it to a couple of my friends and it spread all over the world in social media. I think 50 to 100, 100 million people have seen it. Um, they, they suppressed it and censored it heavily. Uh, that was the time when the media was saying that Save the Children hashtag was being co-opted by you know, conspiracy theory groups. And they were shadow banning. And it just hit a fever pitch. It hit a nerve. It struck a chord. It was all about this time that we're living through. All the things that I've learned, I just... I had no agenda and I had no idea it would do what it did, but it, by the, by the thousands, I got messages all over social media and in my email inbox for which I still haven't answered most of them. And, um, I mean, it's, it's not about me. It's so much about just what it's saying, what is true. And when you say, say what is true, it doesn't matter that you know all the details or not. It's just that you need to say what you believe is true and ask the questions that you want answered. That's all it is. That's the first step. And the way to get there is to be as honest with yourself as you can be, rather than telling other people how honest they need to be. It's a struggle. It certainly is. I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying, oh, I'm all high and mighty. I've caught myself doing it a good number of times, telling people what they should do in sophisticated ways. But everybody has to figure out for themselves what kind of world you want to live in. Do you want to live in the one that they give you or do you want to live in a new world, one that is of creation and not destruction? One is of life and not of death. A system of death is what they offer you. And in the face of that, just know that you are so much more. And I don't know why or how and what it all means, but um, I do believe and I have given not out of belief, but out of knowing, I have relaxed into God. And not in the concept of God alone, but because that is even beyond what I can conceive. But I just know this, the truth is, is that when you look at that baby, any baby, any child, and you see that beauty and that emanation of happiness and joy and life in them, that is God manifested in matter in front of you. And what these people do to that child is the anti-human thing. And what we are called to do is to raise that being up to a higher state, giving all of our knowledge and experience and our wisdom for which is taken away from us and hypnotized out of us through an electronic hallucination world. And so there, there is only emotion left, and then there's only hatred, and then there's only violence left. That's their expression for us. They see you all as less than. And in the face of that, I contemplated the light and I faced my darkness inside, and I'm still facing it. And the more that I face it, it's not so much the darkness that I go into and dwell in, it's so much more to heal that monster that was put in there and acknowledge its presence and not live in denial of it. The denial is what creates the problem. It's the denial. Just take the extreme narcissist, a nar narcissist who doesn't think that they are ever at fault and look at all the damage that they create in the wake of that. And if we don't face ourselves in this time and see the mirror 
that we're looking into that looks back at us, we're going to be gone and lost with this time. We, 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 are, we are watching the last season and the final episode of a reality TV show, which is why you have a reality TV show host as your president, because he knows the media. As Bernie Sanders said long ago, Donald Trump knows the media very, very well, and he knows how to manipulate them, and he knows that they don't want to talk about the real issues that matter. So where... That's Bernie Sanders. And he's right, absolutely right. Where do people find you? And, and... No restrictions. Sorry. That was no, I love that. I, I no would have interrupted you if I didn't love it. <laughs> oh. No restrictions on uh, social media. So you can find me on Twitter, no restrictions. Instagram at no restrictions. Um, if you want to support our work, uh, go to our website, www.norestrictionsent.com, or just look up No Restrictions Entertainment. You'll find the website. Our movies are on there. If you rent them on Amazon Prime, you see the movie, A Child's Voice, it inspires you. Share it with as many people as possible. Um, we just want, we want to create the new Hollywood system. It's not a Hollywood system. It's a truth movement, and it's one that we want to make beautiful movies that transform all of this crap into a time that is real and true and a value for people. And if we're going to show violence, we're going to show the real consequences of violence. If we're going to show the sexualization of children, we're going to show the, re the real consequences of doing that. It's not about exploitation. It's about truthful things. And that means both our truthful past and our truthful future and the truthful moment that we're living in right now. And it starts with each and every one of us. And that's what I want to do. I want to create that into existence, that world. And if each and every one of us does our own little part in our own little feeble way, as, as pathetic as you can put a label on it and say why you can't do it, any kind of effort that you're doing that is a positive step forward in life from this moment is a new world that you are walking into and stepping into and creating. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, dear. We're going to win. 